What's up, dirt bags? Welcome to episode 177 of the Midwest Angler Podcast, brought to you by the exclusive bait and tackle retailer of the Midwest Angler Podcast, Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Woo dog. Woo doggy. If you're, Woo looking, doggy. If you're looking for stuff, you better get up there. Well, it works see out. See the boys at Dakota Angler. That's right. Uh, Nick, Todd, Josh, uh, and all the rest of the crew up there at Dakota Angler. Um, you know, we've mentioned it before, but uh, a very knowledgeable staff. They all fish. And, uh, you know, I know you, that you they get, can point you in the right direction. You get the nice thing about it is when you go in there, uh, you get that that bait shop feel, you know, yep. like as far as yep. you like, they want to make you happy. They want to make sure that you're finding what you need. If you got any questions about anything, whether it be from live bait, to what they're biting on, where they're biting, those guys are going to get you that information. Yep. And if you are on Facebook, uh, Todd does a uh, two minute fishing report every week. Uh, very, very uh, insightful on, like Matt said, uh, where they're biting, what they're biting on. And uh, I can guarantee you that if you swing in to Dakota Angler and uh, ask them, you know, I mean, they're they're going to, obviously, they're not going to give you GPS coordinates. I mean, no one's going to, but but they will tell you, hey, you know, I've been hearing that this lake has been firing off and, you know, the guys are the guys are buying a lot of these. I That's what I would be doing. And, uh, you know, that's that's all you can really ask for. That's exactly right. But you know what else you can ask for now? What can you ask for, Scott? www.dakotaangler.com. Fill up your shopping cart, and we've got a promo code for you. We do. 10% off dakotaangler.com. Uh, code word. I mean, is there any other code word that it could nope. be? Dirtbag. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it can be capital or, or if it's all lowercase. I personally used all lowercase uh, today when I filled up a shopping cart and um, got my 10% off. Uh, I hit submit my order, and probably an hour and 20 minutes later, I had a speedy tracking number. That's that's customer service right that's there. That's badass right there. Yeah, it is. Not very that beats often. Amazon Prime. Yeah, usually you sit there and wait for a few days, and all of a sudden you get an email that says, here's your tracking number, and it's like, oh, oh, that's right, I ordered that stuff. I, I knew I ordered it because I'm, I'm needing <laughs> some of that stuff. Uh, me, and, me and the kids have been going down to the river quite a bit uh, the last you know week or two. And uh, I am in need of eighth ounce jackets because <laughs> I've been donating a lot of a lot to the bottom of the rock. Uh, the old Rock River will eat up some jackets, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, me and Grady uh, went down there tonight. Uh, I think I think between the two of us, we lost three tonight. Um, you know, Brendan Lockwood calls me Snagamall Sturman. <laughs> so there's there's a reason for that. Yeah, right? there is a reason for that. But uh, <laughs> um, we are we're definitely excited about that promo code on DakotaAngler.com. Uh, we, we worked, uh, with Todd and Josh and Josh fired off that, uh, that promo code. So we're excited to offer that to you guys. Um, do it. You yeah. Know, we, get on there. Check it out. I mean, we're getting to that point of the, the summer now where, you know, a lot of guys started opening water fishing back in April. You know, that tackle is starting to get down there. You might need to replenish for the rest of the open water season. So yep. jump online there and, uh, pull ace and order in and get 10% off. Yep. You know, there's a lot of people that that have messaged you know uh want want to do stuff for us you know there there's been a couple people that have suggested patreon and and different stuff well the, seriously guys this is a way that you can help us out and and also help out uh the hike camps over at dakota angler um you know if if you go on there and you're using this promo code that that helps us so uh and and it helps them and it helps your tackle box i mean hey exactly i mean right. you know all, all three of us can get helped and uh um you know yeah you're gonna get 10 percent off so uh please do that the code word is dirtbag and if you do stop into dakota angler because some people just flat out don't do their online shopping uh that promo code is not good in the store um but but tell them you know that uh that you heard about them on on the midwest angler podcast and uh um razz them a little bit That's make, right. make fun of them razz make fun of them i mean i i don't know i don't know what you can all do i mean i haven't seen josh for a while i don't know if he's still rocking that mustache i hope he is it's a good mustache it's a that. good mustache i mean that's definitely I'll, an upper lip whip so. I, 
Oh, that's badass name right there. <laughs> I know. I'm I, I can't do the mustache. Like I've wanted to. I kind of did a little bit for Ramrod's uh, uh, bachelor party. Right. But uh, I've got this like reserve or reverse Adolf Hitler. <laughs> like. Like, you Nothing know, I can, I can get it, like, way good on the sides. You got mud flaps. You don't <laughs> That's what I got. That's what I got. Like, you know, it's only where my snot is stuck to. But That's right. But like, right, right in that middle part of the uh, the upper lip, I just can't get her to go. So I've actually got, like, two caterpillars, one on each side of my mouth. Facing off, like, a couple of bison <laughs> head button on your Somebody needs lip. to draw a couple boxing gloves like they're about to go at it. That'd be sweet. Be way sweet. Oh, man. But, uh. Nope. Uh, hey guys, guess what? I actually drew for uh, the uh, Spring Shoreline Cleanup winners, and uh, we've had it on Facebook. But uh, there are some people that aren't on Facebook, so I will announce the winners. Right, meow. Um, one of the Dakota Angler gift cards is going to Jovi Kaup. Cop. How how did we decide that we were going to pronounce that? I thought we were going to. I thought it was Kaup. Kalp. Jovi Kalp, uh, that's a um, longtime listener. I believe that's his niece. And uh, so, yeah, pretty pumped up. She's a young gal. And uh, so hopefully she'll be able to put that Dakota Angler uh, gift card to good use. Um, Dusty Seacrest uh, with the other one and Drake Moore with another one. And uh, we'd also like to give a shout out to uh, um, our buddy Biggie and Eric Tut. Uh, they, yep. um, you know, they donated uh, uh some of those and then dakota angler did and then you know matt and i did uh eric tut also uh, did some ace hardware bucks good for like the uh, harrisburg south dakota ace hardware maybe t canton a couple of those uh, down south sioux falls and uh my neighbor jeremy k's son drew clausen took that one home uh, we've got a T2 Tamer from Cold Snap Outdoors, uh, Blair Wilson, and the other one's going out to Tim Sorensen. And uh, then we got a pack of uh, Cold Snap toothpicks going to Chase Bonner and Mark Ostra. So uh, nice. I will be reaching out to you guys here in the coming days uh, to get a couple addresses. Obviously, uh, um, those Ace Hardware Bucks just got to go across the road. Blair and Chase also live in, in town, town here. Yeah. But uh, the other one's... Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure where even a couple of those uh, people live, so I think they might go a ways, but uh, that works out. So um, thank you to all of the people that did that. Uh, um, by the pictures, I believe we picked up over 75 bags of trash. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we had a good turnout for it, so keep it up. Uh, don't stop now like we've talked about in the past. If you're down there, I noticed the other day when I was down at the river, there is a lot of trash starting to get accumulated. A lot of people have been sitting yep. down there fishing, so... It might be time just to grab a trash bag and bring it along and pick up the stuff that you can pick up. So yep, yep, no doubt about that. Uh, um, you know, and even if you're even if you don't have a trash bag and you look over and you see something, just do it. You know, I, I'm guilty of it. Uh, hell, oh, I was yeah. guilty of it I tonight. Mean, yeah, I mean there was there you was some trash around and and, and uh, you know you get busy fishing and whatever you you know you don't have something but god dang it you know if each of us would grab just a handful and throw it in the bed of your pickup and throw it away when you get home man we can make a big difference we really can yep. so um matt the other day i was uh listening to a podcast a sprint car racing podcast hold on hold on hold pump on. the brakes pump, pump the brakes pump them we're going to talk about sprint car racing we're going to talk about some other stuff but i apologize I missed the fact that a couple days ago, it was your birthday. <laughs> it was my birthday. And uh, you had On a spectacular the... day. Hit You've me. been having spectacular days ever since. Uh, what was it's... that? Sunday was your birthday? or was Sunday was Sunday my birthday. Sunday was your birthday. <laughs> and and uh, um, there, there's some stories here, guys. Uh, um, and it doesn't definitely... have to do with birthday cake and birthday spankings. I don't know about the spankings. I'm, this is this is a PG podcast, man. Yeah. But uh, uh, why why don't you tell us a little bit about what went down? It, it's a it's my forty first birthday, and it's one that I will <laughs> never forget. Okay, it's one I will never forget. Emily not, put him in a home. Not yeah. It's I could I probably at this point I would take it. So. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, it started off on uh, Saturday. We noticed something that we noticed that there was kind of a 
a smell coming from underneath of our front deck and it was kind of like huh and it was towards late in the evening so it's like well you know we'll take care of it tomorrow we're gonna we had planned to get up early and go fishing because that's what i always do on my yep, birthday that's a birthday tradition for you we figured go over to okaboji uh, get there early fish for a few hours beat the rush get off the lake before you know all the pleasure boaters showed up so we did that uh we figured okay well then we'll take care of the smell when we get home because we figured out oh, we'll just be able to cop you know pop off a couple of boards and Yep. You know, be able to get access to it and be able to take care of whatever Dan Probably a dead bird or something. Yeah, we've seen rabbits go back there and stuff like that before. Uh, so, we go fishing. It was, fishing wasn't great. It was pretty windy that morning. Um, I, I mean, I caught a few bass, one sheep's head. And we came back and it was like, all right, here we go. Let's do this. And started to look and when they built our front deck on our house it's just a little one like six by eight or something there was a cement stoop there and uh that had pulled away from the house so that's where the animal was going like where they would go so we figured that if it's not right underneath of the deck where we could get access to it was going to be behind that cement and we'd be able to get back there with something and push it out or whatever we needed to do and it was a it smelled really bad so we took the boards off and it was like man this ain't working and it was like well maybe we need to pop the deck off the house and just pull it off pull it off there and see what we have because the deck is pretty old and we had planned on possibly putting a new one on here in the next month or so anyways so kind of went went through that process to get those boards loosened but in the meantime we decided you know what we're gonna take some water and spray it back there to see if like if there's anything back there that'll come running out or just see what we got going so we started doing that and i'm down there and pretty soon emily's on the other side of it and she screams to beat heck and takes off running and she's like oh my god it it's a skunk um i saw a skunk or something she said it had a pointy face and it was looking at me she's like maybe it's a possum and everything and she's like, it's coming out, it's coming out. And I looked and here it come running out and it was a baby possum. And I was just like, well, okay, here we got it. That's one thing. I mean, we kind of know what we're situ- facing here. So that took off running and we have bushes around the side of our house and it got around there. And I was trying, I had the baseball bat and I was trying to get it in the bushes and it kept getting away from me and hiding in there for, so finally I was like, screw this. I'm going to get the dog out because she'll point it out. And she pointed it out and I was able to get it in the egress window and, dispatch of it and take care of it so it's was like all right did you don cox dispatch of it with a pocket knife no i didn't know there's no pocket just knife. Wondering, i should have just wondering i probably should have just for don but <laughs> so anyways we go back and we keep doing what we were doing and um i'm down there again and doing a little spraying behind there and another one comes flying out and emily screams again and this time it really scares the crap out of me and I come straight up, and the hand railing's right there, and I catch my head on the hand railing, and I was just like, oh. And I automatically felt my head like you normally do, and I could feel like a big old flap of skin, and I was like, oh, crap. I'm like, now I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. And she looked at it, and meanwhile, this one took off running and went around in the bushes again. And uh, so we quick went to the back patio of ours, and I sat on our steps back there and she took a look at it and we realized that it wasn't deep where i needed to go to the er or anything like that so she cleaned it out and everything but meantime this possum is still out there so it's like well i got to get that too and we made sure i was all right and i went and dispatched to that one i got that one and dispatched to that so it was like whatever well finally you know we were kind of like oh god now what do we do here's two of them so call up some people and my uncle chad and john stilson came over and helped us and you know i don't have all kinds of tools i'm not i've said it before on here i'm not a real handyman uh they brought some pie, pry bars over and everything like that and we were able to get the deck popped off of the house and pulled it off there so we could get a little better look at what we were dealing with and uh as you kind of look behind that big cement slab that was there you could kind of see some holes in the foundation and it was just like oh crap you know that's not good and you could see where the the ground kind of dipped down behind there too so it's like well maybe they're up under the cement slab but 
you know, we need to get rid of that cement slab to see what we were dealing with. So the plan was I was going to rent a jackhammer in the morning and I was going to jackhammer that cement slab off. And then Dan Snyder called and said, Hey, you know, maybe call up Harlan Clausen, who has a heavy, uh, an excavating company here in town. He's like, he can probably come over there with his excavator and just move it with the bucket and make it like a 20 minute job. So we're like, well, okay, we'll do that. We, so, you know, the morning comes and we call up Harlan and in the meantime, so this smell is just bad and the smell has gotten in the air and it's right beside the house. So it's kind of gotten in the house too. So the house didn't really smell that great. So we really didn't get much for sleep. You know, one of those deals, it was kind of a crappy night sleeping, get up in the morning. It's like, okay, get a hold of Harlan. He comes over with the bucket. Yeah, it won't budge. And he kind of digs down a little bit and he can see there's kind of a footing underneath of it. So it's like, oh crap. So he's like, well, I got a jackhammer attachment and I can go and get that and put it on here and we can jackhammer it out of there. So he goes and does that. I cover up our front door. He comes back and he starts doing that. And pretty soon he kind of starts to bust through it. And finally he kind of gets it into some chunk rock that he's busting through and doing all that. So it's like, well, we're making progress. Yep. Well, pretty soon all of a sudden he's like, well, there one goes here. Another one. Here comes another little one running out two of them at that point. And it's just like, holy crap. So I kill those two and he gets them all. He gets it all broken up where before he's going to start digging it out. So we walk up there and we look at it and you can see the dead one in there. And it was the mom. It was a big, the carcass looked big. It was so decomposed and just full of maggots and everything like that, that it was a bigger one. So it's like, well, that must've been the mom. Well, as we're standing there, here comes a couple more running out, kill those. So he starts digging out the other stuff, the, the big chunk rock and putting them in his dumb truck. And, uh, now we can kind of see the situation where that stoop had been attached to the house. It shifted over time, you know, like concrete always does. So it pulled out, pulled away from the foundation and put a couple holes in the cinder block right there. Small holes, so only small ones could get up in there. And so Harlan does that. And every once in a while, a couple of them would come out of that little cinder block that was right there. And uh, he gets it all dug out and we're... We call the concrete guy up who does the foundations and he comes over and he takes a look at it. He's like, wow, that, you know, that's going to be an easy fix. So that, that was some relief that it was like, okay, that's not going to be like a big deal. He's like, we'll be able to patch that up real easy. Well, in the meantime, we're sitting there and pretty soon here comes a couple more out (laughs) and I got, and at this point, like we're at like six, seven, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. We were about like eight of them. Yeah. Eight of them. Yeah. And it was like, crap, you know, you're going online searching how many babies does the average possum have and stuff like that. What is the answer to that? Well, there was some that was like the average is usually around eight to 10 and some like, well, yeah, they can have up to 20 and it's just like, (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) So, so we're sitting there and I mean, it was probably a good hour or so we had been watching it and nothing happened and uh pretty soon we're standing there dan snyder come over just to see how everything was going and we're well, standing- he's a supervisor like that's yeah, just who yeah. snyder is he's, he's got to supervise some stuff so we're standing there we're watching then pretty soon all of a sudden it's like emily was like oh my god there's another one peeking out and here comes another one and that one sat there for like two hours you could kind of just see it and it was like it finally i just sat there in a chair and watched it the whole time waiting for it to fall out and finally that one did and i was able to run up there quick and grab it and chuck it across the yard and dispatch of it with the baseball bat and she had ran up the ace to get some stuff and meanwhile she's up there and she runs into our neighbor lady betty who's your wife's grandma, grandma. yep and she's like oh yeah i have I have an I have a possum in my garage too. It fell into a tote in there, so it's just like oh, okay. So she comes over when Emily gets back, and I was like, I got that one. We stood there forever, and there was nothing else that come out, and it didn't look like there was any more in there. So I went over to Betty's and got that one out of the tote. It was a little one too, and dispatched of that. So in total, I think I killed twelve baby possums. Twelve babies, and then the mom was already dead. dead. So 13 dead possums on the dike yard. So then (laughs) you saw the snap the one time there was freaking bodies everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, so then, uh, 
my brother Mike came down and he's a plumber. So he brought a snake camera along and he stuck it up into the block and down and around and he, we couldn't see anything. So we're pretty confident that they're all out of there and we boarded it up and then Brad Hint came over and this morning and his crew patched up the foundation and dug some of the smelly dirt up and hauled that away and brought in some fresh dirt and kind of leveled it out. So now the plan is to eventually, uh, put gravel in there and or put rock in there and uh build another new deck on the front so so that's what uh that's what turning 41 is like so so, so all you so sorry sons of guns out there that are 40 just so, wait so that's what yeah that's kind of what my birthday enta- entailed you know it was it's it's been a heck of a two days and then like i told you so then this morning while we were well the one nice thing is like jen peterson a friend of ours from town here she has an ozone cleaner they flip a lot of houses so kind of purifies and cleans the air it's those things that they use in hotel rooms yep, like yep. for smoking rooms and everything like that so she was nice enough to bring one over so we could put it in the house and you know get rid of that smell and uh so she brought that over and she and she was just like hey you know that deck isn't like terribly rot it's not like rotten or right. stuff like that and they can't they're like there's a lot of people at campgrounds that want decks and stuff and can't afford all the material now or have somebody do it she's like put it on swap and you know see if anybody wants it because we were trying to figure out where we're going to haul it and what we're going to do with this have a fire in the front yard right just let her go fourth of july so we were taking the dog for a walk last night and emily's like well i don't know how to do this swap thing so i'd walked her through it and she put it on swap took some pictures on it and we didn't even make it like five minutes and i saw like, that there was, there was a bunch like of people a bunch of people it. like yeah we'll take it i mean the first person that was like yeah we'll take it and emily messaged him and said you know uh, told him what it was like and everything like that and he was like no we'll we'll take it and she's he's like can like a few guys lift it onto a trailer and she's like yeah i should be able to and yep they're like yeah we'll come tomorrow and we'll get uh, we'll pick it up and everything like that so and it's gone yeah they came this morning already like he Heck said yeah. he said in the afternoon so we go out for a walk this morning with our dog because it doesn't end. And we walk out at our ball fields here, and we've done it. The dog is almost seven years old now, and we've done it almost every night since we've had her. We go out there, and it's a big open area. I mean, other people bring their dogs out there. You just kind of, and we let them run around and stuff. And uh, so we were walking her this morning, and she came running around the building, and there was another guy walking his little dog out there, and it kind of startled him, and uh, he pepper sprayed the dog. So luckily, so it's like, oh my God, uh, luckily it didn't get into her face or anything like that. It just, I think he kind of got her on the back end with it, but, uh, she's in, she, she's in good spirits. We got home and I doused her with a bunch of water and got the soap out and washed her up and everything like that. So that's kind of, <laughs> it was just like, God, is it, is this how it's just going to keep on going or what? So, and it's only Tuesday. Yeah. So. With all your luck, I didn't even want you to come over. Right, I would, you know, let's let's postpone this for a week until Matt Matt runs through this good streak of bad luck. So, so that's that's what my fortieth forty first birthday and <clears throat> the last couple of days have kind of been like. It's just kind of been a whirlwind of kind of feel like you're in a blender, and it's just like, yeah, dang it. I mean, yep. Hopefully, it starts going better. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, me and uh, me and Jeremy Kay went to the World of Outlaws on Saturday night. We're lucky enough to uh, go down into the pits. Uh, that was at Houston Speedway, Brandon, South Dakota. So uh, my weekend was good. My weekend was good. So uh, uh, yeah, you know, definitely. I, that was... I, I don't need none of your crap around. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it. It was so, a, it was a hell of a race too. Yeah, I mean. it was. It was a lot of a lot of fun to watch, and uh, um, you know, it, it it didn't start off that good, but uh, um, you know, the end of the race made it worth it, and. Uh, you know, that's all, that's all you can really ask. So that's that definitely for sure. But, uh, before, before, uh, um, we, we brought all that up with Matt's birthday and, and whatnot. Uh, I had mentioned that I was listening to a different podcast here a while back and they said something about the most famous sprint car driver from, you know, from each state or whatever. So, uh, I sent Matt off a text message and, you know, obviously we cover, uh, um, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, um, you know, Illinois a little bit, whatever. Um, but I asked Matt, uh, you know, who, who do you think is the most famous, uh, the most famous angler from each state? And, uh, 
I, I had told him current residents, um, you know, I, I guess, uh, I guess we can kind of bend that a little bit. You know, obviously some people pass away, some people, um, you know, move or whatever, you know, but they're known for that. You know, if some guy that grew up in, in Minnesota and fished his whole entire life there, but you know, a year ago relocated, to Florida, you know, I don't want to really discredit him out of it, but, uh, we'll, we'll just kind of run through our lists and maybe have a little bit of a discussion on, uh, on each one. So I'm going to start off with Nebraska, Nebraska, who you got, uh, you don't want to. I I don't know a lot of fishermen from Nebraska, so I I went with the Don Cox. The Don Cox is the most famous fisherman out of the state of Nebraska. He's the most famous that I know. Well, no offense to Don Cox because I love Don Cox, but uh, two point five four million uh, YouTube subscribers. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with Andrew Flair. Oh yeah, I suppose. You went that route. All right. Is that is that yeah. uh you went entertainer, you didn't go fisherman, so I get it. You oh. kinda threw kind of threw you do not want you do not want to start up beef with the Guggen squad. <laughs> <laughs> Those little hyenas will freaking take down this podcast by, by tomorrow <laughs> afternoon. Okay, so so you're 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 not exactly on the same page as no, what I, I was. No, I get it. Okay. I get where you're going there. I I get it. I mean, he is definitely one yep. of the most popular, you know, ones with the younger people. So. Yep. He do, he's got 2.54 million YouTube subscribers. Uh, I also looked into uh, Milliken, and uh, yeah, Milliken. I think he's at you know. I mean, neither neither one of them have ever killed a deer with a pocket knife, though. That's that's true. That's true. I, <laughs> I I I just said most famous, not most badass. So, uh, all right. Uh, next up, I've got Iowa. Who you going with? See, Iowa was a struggle there too because I mean I didn't go with like the YouTube route or anything like this. I went, and you said current residents, like yep, people that, that are that alive. Is my bad. So people that are alive. I I guess the most famous one that I know, like in this area. I mean, John Grosvenor is a pretty well-known name. Yep. You know, he does a lot of news things. So for our area of the country, that's kind of had it. I also had Berkeley Bedell. And that's stuff who I like have. That. I that's Ber- who I have. I had Berkeley Bedell. I mean, you can't think of fishing without thinking of Berkeley. So, I mean, Isn't that incredible, really? I mean, right. Berkeley, the biggest name in all of fishing. All of fishing. Yeah. I, I mean, that, and that is no offense to, you know, Zoom and Googans and, and whatever, but Berkeley is the pinnacle. Yeah. You know, I mean, it truly is. And, uh, you know, right here in Iowa. That's right. I ain't surprised. No, I ain't surprised one bit. I'm, I'd, I'd be really surprised if it was Minnesota, but it's <laughs> Iowa, so I'm not surprised. Uh, South Dakota. I had, as far as, like, name recognition out there, Currently, uh, Ted Takasaki would probably have to be one. Yep. I mean, I wanted to go with, yeah, yeah, Tony Dean, but, you know, yeah, he's no longer with us. So. Yep. I uh, uh, I also had Ted Takasaki currently, um, and I also put down Bob Propst, um, you know, past past resident. Obviously, he has passed away. But, um, you know, that that's a name that, that you know, yeah, a lot of, yep. you know, I mean, that's a very, very recognizable name. Um yeah, but Ted Takasaki is living there now and, and does a lot of seminars, does a lot of, you know, TV stuff, and, uh, you know, everyone kind of knows about him. Uh, North Dakota. Uh, Jason Mitchell. I'm that's sure that's who I wrote you have too. to. Yep, I mean, Jason is probably one of the more household names and yep, more I famous mean, ones. <clears throat> as far as TV and, and uh, you know, uh, everything that kind of goes along that with that, magazines and everything, uh, right now, I mean, Jason's – you know, one of the one yeah. of the biggest things, and so yeah, that uh, it is what it is. Uh, Minnesota, Al Linder, Al Linder. Okay, I I had Babe Winkleman, Al yeah. or Ron Linder. Yeah, so. I was I was torn between Babe Winkleman and Al Linder. I mean, I grew up more watching Babe Winkleman stuff than I did Al Linder. But as I got older, the Linders were. Did you see that like throwback 
video that they had a while back on their Facebook page where him and Ron, I think it was him and Ron, were pulling up to the boat or pulling up to the landing in a station wagon, pulling their boat and no. stuff like that. Oh, dude, I'll like show a Woody you wagon. Oh yeah, it's, nice. It's totally. I, I wanted to make like a meme and say like, you may think you're a badass fisherman, but you'll never be Al Linder pulling up to the boat landing <laughs> with a station wagon. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I mean, and going out there and whacking some. Bass. Isn't it crazy now? But like everyone, you know. <laughs> You can't even pull a truck with, or you can't even pull a boat without a diesel pickup nowadays. <laughs> right. <laughs> These yeah, dudes need, are pulling them freaking LTD station wagons. Yeah, you need to roll smoke with it. Yeah. I yeah. saw I saw uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz in the parking lot the other day hooked up to a boat trailer at Emerson Bay. A red Mercedes. Car? Yeah. Older no one. Oh, shit. Yeah. I well, have you seen, there's a dude like a from Sioux Falls. There's a dude from Sioux Falls that drives a big ass like dual prop i mean cabin boat with one of those jeep gladiator pickups really and that sucker is like at a 45 degree angle <laughs> like i'm not kidding you if if they'd put any more weight on that boat his front tires are coming off <laughs> Jeez, i mean I, I, I mean here i was just five seconds ago talking about how you do not need a big truck you know I, i've got people all the time with my chevy colorado you know like well, how do you haul your boat Oh, with, with that, that damn that Chevy Colorado, Colorado right, right there. That's exactly how I, oh, no way. Dude, I got a freaking 16-foot aluminum boat. Like, yeah, I mean, right. I don't even know what's back there with that with that Colorado. And that's not bragging about a Colorado. That's just saying that's a light boat and whatever. I mean, there, there's, I'd probably pull a glass boat if I want to. I'm yeah. not saying that it would have been, you know, perfect. But, I mean, right. I could yeah. do it if I wanted to. And My, uh, my dad pulls his boat with his chevy and palace so yep, got yep. a hitch on the back and pulls yep. it around so yep but uh um next up uh we've got um wisconsin who do you got tom boley tom oh how, how I did know, i miss that one i told you i didn't have a wisconsin and what i was an like this idiot is, this is the easy one i was like that this is easy. easy i mean right now i mean tom boley if you're going with, right if you're now. going with your youtubers and stuff like that I no mean, doubt he, about it no I mean, doubt he's starting about to it. do a lot of seminars, starting to kind of branch out to a lot of different areas. So, uh, yep. you know, I would probably go with Tom Boley right now. Yeah, that was, I cannot believe that, uh, I cannot believe that I missed that one. That, uh, I'm, I don't know what to say. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> uh, Illinois. This one was tough because I don't know much about Illinois fishing and I stuff don't like either. That. I, d I, I went, don't have a current. I went with Tony Boschold. So, yep. Yep. Um, so I'm going to drop a little knowledge on you. Um, Ted Takasaki, born in Illinois. Alan Ron Lindner, born in Illinois. Edwin Evers, born graduated, in, graduated from that's right. Illinois. Yep, yep. yep. He, he went to high. I was going to put that one on there, yep. but you he, said current, so yep. I was like, yep. yep. Edwin Evers was on there. Yep, so. so when I was doing my research, I, I uh, yep, that. that uh, you didn't, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say, uh, oh, what's his face that fished in the Elite Series? Oh, Grow, Chris Grow. Chris Grow. <laughs> Honestly, he's, I, mean, I mean, he's, he's pretty famous, really, like, really, truly. I mean, uh, as far as known around the country, he might actually be uh, right up there. And, and uh, yeah. it was, I was like, I liked that you like that night when you uh, sent me that text message about that. And it was like, it really got me thinking and yep. sat down and throughout the last couple weeks, I've kind of, or last week, I've kind of thought about it. And we, like you said, you start doing some research on this stuff and you start realizing like, how many big you know big right. names are out there and you know big names to you might not be big names to me and vice versa well, that's, the great, that's, that's the great thing about all this stuff yep yep and i mean obviously it's it's nothing more than an opinion you know i mean uh i mean if you want to talk about true notoriety you know the, the crazy thing is i mean you you think about some of the names that we threw out there uh you know the linders you know uh um, Babe Winkleman, you know, Jason Mitchell, the scary thing about it is if you would go and pull people all the way across the country and ask everybody, everyone in the country who they know, Flair is going to get the most Flair, yeah. Flair, Flair's going to have the most. I mean, he's going to be the most recognizable. There's not a ton of people in Florida that know who Jason Mitchell is, right? There are people in Florida that know who Andrew Flair is. Yeah, and, that is and, crazy. I mean, it is, it truly is. And I, I mean, I know that we've hashed out the Googans, you know, on this very show before. Uh, you know, I mean, I've I used to watch a little bit of John B. Um, you know, I I haven't I haven't watched any fishing stuff for a long time. Um, you know, I know you're pretty uh, 
uh, pretty staunch uh, against uh, you know Flair especially, but uh, um, not Flair. Well, as not, much not uh, as Perrick. AP. Perrick, yeah, yeah Perrick. Yeah, but uh, and, and I haven't seen much of his stuff. I think he kind of went a, lately. I, I mean, so. I don't want to say he went off the deep end, but uh, I think he had. You know, I think. Uh, uh, I I don't know how to say it, but I mean, you know, he he got famous pretty fast right. and and uh then i think all of a sudden he realized that he couldn't even go to the bathroom and take a dump without you know somebody you know trying to do what he was or, or figuring out what he's doing and and uh you know that's a hard spot in life to be you know he's a young dude you know he uh i think you know he, he wants the he wants the fame and he wants the money but yet he wants to be able to go back and be a regular dude and and you well, know, the, the crazy thing is you don't get to do that right you got to think about it like when you want to be insta famous you know Every time you go around somebody, they're going to have their camera out and be, you know, oh, right. like, they want to record with you or they, they're like, you know, you're doing something, they're filming it. And it's just like, yeah, it is a crazy, crazy life to like live and just when you got two point, about it. You know, when you got two and a half million Facebook followers and, and that's, you know, that's flair on his own channel. You know, I mean, Guggen Squad has a channel and Parrick has a channel and One Rod One Real has a channel and, and John B has a channel and Lunkers and Lake Fort guy. And I mean, they all guest on each other's channels and whatnot. I mean, you know, there, there's 5 million people in the United States that know who that dude is. Yeah. I mean, you can't even go to the fricking public library in a small town without somebody being like, Hey, are you that dude? And yeah, yeah, he is. And, well, and, and uh, just the pressure to put out content, you know, oh, daily yeah. and stuff like that. And, uh, and to do it, I don't think people realize like all the editing that goes into oh. it. So, I mean, they record their videos and then to get their, you know, 15 to 20 minute, you know, videos that they put out daily or yep. a couple days apart or whatever. I mean, it, it takes a lot of time. It's not like they just re record the videos and throw them on there and then they just go out and are right. having fun constantly. They so. do, you know, those guys now have guys hired to do and whatnot. That, right. But, you know, another guy that I think uh, is, is worth mentioning um, is, is Maverick Jost up in uh, um, Minnesota. Yeah. He's up over a million subscribers now. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, you know, I think Mav kind of became more famous due to the truck camping than the actual fishing. But, um, you know, he's, he's still a fisherman, so it's, it's worth a mention. That's right. Worth a mention. Um, Naples, Florida, Matt, uh, Naples. I was scrolling through, uh, I was scrolling through Facebook, uh, the other day and a deal popped up on my newsfeed about Naples, Florida. Um, we, we vacation down in Fort Myers beach, Florida. So, uh, Naples is the next town, uh, farther South. So, uh, I'm not sure what page I liked and why that came up, but, uh, it, it, it did come up and, uh, the conservancy of Southwest Florida, which I don't know what conservancy means. I'm sure Scott Mockentoon could tell me, but uh conservancy of Southwest Florida, like just, that's a weird name to me. Like, yeah. it's almost <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I feel like somebody could get pregnant just saying something <laughs> like that. Like it was weird. It was really weird. But uh the Naples city council voted to extend the Sunday fishing ban at the Naples pier through June 2023 in an effort to cut down on the pelican injuries that were taking place. The conservancy's, conservancy's ongoing role during the initial trial period was to give data updates so that the city council could revisit the ban, its effectiveness, and if it should stay for a year. We brought the data to the city council January through May 2020. 119 pelicans were admitted to the wildlife hospital and 87 in 2021. Since the Sunday ban was enforced in 2022, there have been 37 pelicans brought to the hospital. It was clearly evident that the fishing restrictions was making a positive impact on wildlife admissions. So a, like, I, I don't want to tell them their business, but if there was 119, uh, in just the first couple months of 2020 and the whole entire, uh, um, you know, the whole entire month of 2021, there was only 87. I would say that we just kind of had a fluke deal going on in, right. in 2020. Um, but you know, th this is, this is a really slippery slope to go down. Uh, it definitely you know, is. I mean, you know, so there's been 37 so far in 2022 and, uh, you know, they're chalking that up, uh, to, to not, having Sundays like at what point in time does uh um do does people's right to fish uh 
you know, I mean, what, what's more important, pelicans or, or people's right to fish? And I mean, that's an opinion deal. That's an opinion yep. deal. Like me and you may not even agree on that. Like, don't get me wrong. And pel- pelicans are important. Like I like pelicans. Like they're, they're fun to watch when I'm down in Florida. Like I've got no beef with pelicans, but, but I mean, people also have a right to fish. And, and so at the end of 2022 here, when, you know, there's 81 pelicans that, that have been injured, you know, I mean, what, where's the number that, I mean, what's next all of a sudden, is it no fishing on Saturday? And, you know, what if the numbers happen to go up? A bad luck deal like 2020. And, and now all of a sudden we can only fish on Tuesdays and Wednesdays until noon. You know, I mean, where <laughs> right. does that go? But I'm, I'm telling you, like, I mean, you know, we're sitting here up here in the upper Midwest and it's like, well, that's a Florida deal. Well, guys, like it, it is, it's a Florida deal. But, but when, when stuff like that happens down there, I mean, people vacation down there and they, they're like, wow, that's a great idea. Like yeah. they can't fish, save the pelicans. And then all of a sudden you come back up here and, and you know, something else is going on in some lake in Minnesota and. And that person that was down there in Florida is like, well, you know, we can't fish on Sundays. That's what we got to do. We got to make, and, and that's a slippery slope. Cause once you lose fishing on Sundays, you don't get fishing on Sundays back. No, that doesn't happen very often. I want to know like what made him like, why Sundays? Like, why is that like, you know, cause it's maybe... the Lord's day. <laughs> right. Save I mean, the pelicans on the Lord's day. More pelicans die on Sunday than any other day of the week. They I have guess, been known so. to flyer. <laughs> so... You know, nah. you know what it is. Maybe the, ever... maybe it's just that like the piers are so busy on Saturday from fishing. Like tell people like why do why do they have concern with the pelicans? What like what's causing them to die? Well, so so these these piers are probably I, I would say fifteen feet up above the water level. I mean, uh, and and some of them may be higher, some of them may be lower. And, and I mean, they're they're an eighth of a mile out. You know, I mean, this yep. isn't a dock. I mean, this is a pier. Like, I mean, there's. There's buildings up on these piers sometimes that sell ice cream. I love them. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, then you go out to the end and everyone bomb casts out. And, you know, they, they sink some squid out on the on the seafloor. And, and they wait for, you know, as Ramrod calls them, gaff top catfish. But uh, we call them sail cats down in Florida. And, and, you know, I mean, they catch sharks, little hammerheads. I mean, they catch all sorts of stuff off those piers and and uh you know the one in fort myers where we go to the lee county uh conservation board actually pays a blanket fee to the state of florida it is free fishing on there you do not need a license to go out there on that and and i i can't help but to think that the one down in naples has got to be similar but uh um you know what happens is is you know people are catching fish you know there's bait around uh you know and and these these pelicans fly the fly the coast there and uh um, you know, they get tired, they, they see a fish flopping around up on the pier, you know, all, all different sorts of stuff and they'll come and they'll, they'll, you know, land up on the, up on the pier or whatever. But you know, when there's, when there's 20 lines, you know, fan casted all the way around the end of this pier and, and those pelicans come flying through, they, you know, they end up, uh, um, you know, flying into a line, you know, getting a hook into them. Uh, you know, sometimes when people are reeling up fish, all of a sudden, you know, the pelican goes to try to attack the fish, you know, to eat it. Uh, and, yeah. and next thing you know, you got a freaking treble hook down a pelican's throat. And it, it's, I'm, I mean, I can see it. It's a damn mess. But, uh, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, like I said, uh, you know, it's an opinion deal. I personally, you know, probably believe that people's right to fish is more important than pelicans. But, you know, that that's an opinion deal. And, uh, uh, whatever, but I, I mean, it's just kind of scary that things like that are starting to happen. And, uh, like I said, you, you don't get them back. And, uh, you know, I think that there's some States, uh, maybe some Canadian provinces that maybe you can't hunt like on Sundays and whatnot. Right, yep. So, you know, it, it, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's just, uh, it's a slippery slope when stuff like that starts happening because, uh, um, anytime that you're going to allow any fishing out there, there's going to be goofy things that happen. And, uh, you know, I guess, I guess the city council there has to come up with a number, you know, I mean, they're going to allow 25 pelicans to get injured, but at 26, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's where now we're drawing we gotta, the line. Now, you know, I, I don't know. Down. I don't know. Um, it is uh, crazy to think about. And like you said, it is a slippery slope, uh, up here. You see a lot of it with lake associations, a lot of times that are trying to control, the regulations of what happens on their lakes right. and stuff. So, I mean, you never know what could happen up here. All of a sudden you start having them putting petitions around and 
you know, no fishing or recreational boating or anything like that out here on Sundays or from this, from these hours to this hour. So yeah, I suppose it could happen. You never know. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It, uh, it's a weird deal. Like I said, I was scrolling through, I saw it and I'm like, you know what? I, I, I think that's something that's, uh, worth bringing up. Um, it's crazy. I mean, it, it is really nuts. You would never think about that. Yep. Um, Bassmaster Elite Series. Uh, we're kind of going through a lull here um, in between some tournaments. Um, they're getting there, but now is the fun time of the year. In that's my right. Opi- in my opinion, they're starting to come north here for the next tournaments and, uh, yeah, catch some smallmouth, some lakes. They're getting onto some lakes that have both a big smallmouth and big largemouth in it. So I always look forward to the northern swing. Yep, I'm trying to come up. Uh, Maybe we need to try to get like one of those southern anglers on here to talk about like what it's like to fish. That would be cool to fish the northern swing. How much like how different it is like when they come to the upper Midwest because they're going to come to two fisheries this year in the upper Midwest. So. Yep, Lacrosse and uh, the Missouri River. Yeah, trying to come up with the schedule for this year. Um, I don't know how long. Well, I know how I can figure it out. I don't know how long we've gotten before we've, uh, before they're going to fire off. Well, they're on the St. Are they on the St. Lawrence river next? I believe they are. And it is in 15 days. So, uh, 15 15 days. days, So yeah, two, two weeks from now, uh, you know, I don't know, something gotta be something like July 11 or 12 or something like that. Uh, they'll be firing off. So, uh, um, don't let that pass you up. Um, you know, if you guys are some of the fantasy fishing players, uh, with us, um, you know, anytime that there's a big lull like that, it's easy to kind of forget. And, uh, so we'll, we'll try to do our best to remind you. But, uh, with that being said, um, I've got a couple buy sells for you, Matt. Buy sell. A couple of buy sells, uh, Seth fighter last year's, um, last year's, uh, angler, angler of the year. Yeah. Uh, currently sitting in 37th, uh, oh, wow. has not, uh, has not been having the best year this year. Um, but, uh, we are going to be heading to some fisheries that, uh, um, he kind of knows a little bit more about. So, uh, I want to know Matt, uh, from 37th, will he end up, uh, will he end up in the top 20? Yes. I'm buying that. You're buying that. I'm buying that. Cause we're getting into, to his, his. This is his wheelhouse this here. This is his deal. I mean, I think that he's going to have enough consistent finishes. And some of them guys that have been, not only is he going to have good finishes, some of those guys that are up there are going to struggle a little bit. So I think he's going to make A lot of the up. southern guys have been doing good yeah. down south. Once they get up right. north, they're not well, going to do as I'm good. Not and just, do- I'm not just going to say that like just because they're from the south. I'm just going to say like guys that are better grass fishermen up here, um, better fighters you know, a lock for a top for, 10 i mean no, he should gonna, be top, should be i mean top he's gonna contend for getting in the cut every tournament i feel like right um if he does i mean if he's not he's gonna be in the top 20 or right. something like that i mean we're going after small mouse it's it's his deal i mean yeah i i'm gonna buy that that he's gonna be in the top 20 how about okay. you i i also am gonna buy that uh um uh, I'm not knocking the Southern anglers, but, uh, I just don't think that they, uh, um, you know, they, they don't have the experience that the Johnstons and, and fighter and, and Felix and, and all the rest of those guys do, uh, um, you know, catching smallmouth, running drop shots, running, you know, the finesse stuff, uh, you know, they're power fishermen that are used to, uh, you know, putting their trolling motor down and beating down the bank. I mean, uh, you know, these, these guys, uh, up here, they're electronics whizzes. And I mean, they will be fishing for one single fish, you know, one big single fish. And, and, uh, I do, I believe that he will uh, sneak into the top 20. Um, you know, I think he'll probably have a, have a top 10 on the St. Lawrence. And, uh, um, you know, I think he'll probably do pretty good, uh, out there on the Missouri river. I also think that he's going to hold his own at lacrosse. You know, it's it's relatively close to home. I've got now, a feeling lacrosse, he's... Lacrosse is, a, is an interesting one because, no, that one sets up pretty good for a lot of guys. Oh, well, the southern anglers will do very right, well there. Right, yeah. you, because, you, I mean, you can do a lot of Frogging different and, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think, uh, um, but, I, but I think he'll hold his own there. Oh, so do I. I think yep. he'll have a good finish. There. Yep. Um, John Cox, currently second heading up north. Will he drop out of the top five? 
drop out of the top five? Yep, he's currently sitting in second. Will he drop out of the top five? How is John Cox going to do? I'm going to say Bob, I'm not. I'm going to say sell that. I think that he'll stay in the top five. You think he will stay in the top five? I think so because again, John, he's a good smallie fisherman. He does a pretty good job, but he he can be one of them too that. He he can go out there and contend for the win in a smallie tournament, and also he can get eighty fourth, right? Yep. So, yep. but I mean, lacrosse You're... lacrosse sets up good for him. I mean, he's that'll be he'll do all right there. He has he has a way of finding some fish, right? He has a way of. Finding I, I'm some just fish. gonna go with it. I think I'm yep. gonna. I think that I'm gonna sell it. I think that he's gonna stay in the top five. Yep. Okay. Um, I've got Jay Jacurit past guest um wisconsin angler uh currently sitting in third in the angler of the year uh was in first for most of the year kind of battled jacob fouts uh joseph webster a little bit back and forth um jay shakurit will he end up winning rookie of the year uh yeah 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 i think he will i think he will too i think, I think he will i'm gonna to. buy that I think I, that we're coming up he's He's been fishing a lot of tournaments, like smaller tournaments, or you know, for bigger for our area, and he's yep. been finishing quite well. I I think that he's going to have that little bit more comfort to him. Um, he's been out on the Missouri River before. Yep, his dad's I mean, got experience there. I think he's so, going to do very well at lacrosse. I think he's right. been there, done that. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I think he I think he can scrap something together at the St. Lawrence River, and and I don't mean scrap. I think he'll probably do fairly well there. Um, you know, just, just being a Northern guy and having some experience on, on lakes like that. Uh, I think he's good with electronics. Uh, yeah. I think, I think he's going to do it. I think he will. I think he'll win it. And, uh, um, Ellie, I had one more. I had one more and I don't know what it was, but, uh, I'll buy or sell. Um, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and buy it. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, Unless you got something else, uh, what, is, I think. What, what do they all have? I haven't even looked at the elite schedule to see what they have. St. Lawrence Liver or Liver, St. Lawrence River. Oh, the ones that you said are. That's what's left. That's, it, that's what's left. I, what's I didn't left. know if they're going to New York this year or not. So, well, I Those, think the St. Lawrence River will be in New York, but then they right. don't. They're not doing like Cayuga or right. or Oneida or whatever yep. else is up yep. there. Yep. yep. No, I think it sets up pretty good. All those that I said. And, that that Oahe one is going to be is going to be an interesting oh, one yeah. to see how guys Yeah, there's going to be people pissed do with that one. There's going to be people pissed and I think that's good. 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 Yep. Um I am uh Hold on, I got to come up with my good news stories here. Got to come up with stories. my good news stories. I feel like I was supposed to have like a bunch of them. I feel like I was supposed to have a bunch of them. Let me see, let me see, let me see. I don't know where the hell my other good news stories went, but I've got one for sure, and uh, you got a good news story? I was just going to Hold it, hold it. Matt, we do ads now. We do ads. We do ads, and we've got a good news well, we, story. We don't do ads. We talk about We talk sponsors. about it, yep. We talk about our sponsors. And our sponsor for the good news story is our buddy, our buddies, our buddy and his wife, Austin Bruggeman and Brianna Bruggeman, over there at Freedom Brew, 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 in Larchwood, Iowa. Um, I actually talked to Austin the other day. Well, I, back up, I talked to Craig the other day, and I was telling him, you know, that we had gotten Freedom Brew on and whatnot, and he said, uh, I think you guys got to come up with a drink. Well, I, we I think you got about to, that. I too. think you got to come up with a dirtbag drink. We do, and I think we've got to. I don't know what it would be right off because Matt, you're not a coffee drinker, not really. But I think I think if you I think if you snapped into a little Freedom Brew, I think you might become a coffee might, drinker. Might bring me around. What happens if around. like What happens if this this sponsorship here, like all of a sudden, like three months from now, like you can't get enough of coffee? You're like a crack addict, and you're like scratching <laughs> for some coffee in the morning. I need some coffee. Like can't get my day going without it. Have have you ever thought about, you know, I mean, we've had diaper shortages, you know, we've right, had toilet yeah. paper shortages. Like we've had a lot of, you know, shortages yeah. going on, you know, here. Like you want to see people freaking lose their freaking oh, minds. <laughs> there would be have a, a coffee of, shortage. Yeah, I double dog dare people. you. I double oh, dog dare man. you. 
I'm not. I'm not saying that this ain't a. I'm not. We're not calling out political parties. We're not doing anything. But I dare anyone who thinks that they want to have a shortage. Freaking start. Start with a coffee shortage, and you freaking you you mess with some little freaking girl in UGG boots who's <laughs> ain't getting her pumpkin spice latte. Like shit's about to go down. It's or, about right, to go or, way down. Or if there's if the well, you know what it's like. You probably know what it's like if the coffee pot is empty in the break room. At oh work. my god, you. <laughs> Oh, there's more arguments and more people that don't like each other at off or at workplaces because of the coffee pot than anything. They absolutely lose their freaking minds. Uh, there, there's there's a couple there's, there's, there's a couple always, dudes. There's always the one guy that drinks the last cup out of there and doesn't start a new pot. There's always this one lady at our place oh, lady. that drinks the last bit, and I then she say. puts this. And, and there's one guy. There's one guy and one lady. And and I don't know if they don't know how or if they just flat out refuse to. But they'll put that thing. They'll put the thing back on there on the hot burner with Empty. nothing in it, and then it burns the burns, shit out right. of that. Oh my god, you, like, <laughs> you know what's that one song? Let's start a riot. <laughs> yeah. Like you do not want to do that at don't a freaking manufacturing plant. Like people freaking lose their mind. Do you have? Is there one person that has like the mega coffee mug that comes in there and fills it up all the time? There's some teachers. There's some teachers. I'm just there's gonna some, say there's I, some past teachers that they come in like like a damn big gulp. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, did you have like two? Did you like put two pots of coffee in that son of a gun or what? You gonna drink that the whole day? Or I'm I'm one of these guys during the summer now. I drink a little bit less coffee. Yeah, I drink a little bit there's less something coffee. About that warm coffee and on a cold yep. morning and stuff. I, I mean, yeah. I can still pop another cup of coffee in the winter time 1 30 in the afternoon yep. like i mean i'll still drink coffee all day whatever but uh it gets to be about 9 30 10 o'clock now nine o'clock probably um i i can't do coffee after that unless it was cold but uh that's where freedom brew comes in that's and you exactly freaking, right car, caramel frappe like i don't care if that's a girly drink or not like <laughs> anyone anyone who's making fun of me seat. like two middle fingers <laughs> to you like that shit is good like it's dang good over there and, in your ugg boots and yeah we hey, austin let well, me get one of these austin made me one here a while back i don't i think it is the freedom brew like they've got a signature drink and he's got honey on the top of it and oh my god so freaking good that could pertinent be our good news story but i got a couple other ones but uh um i'm yep. telling you guys if you're in the if you're in the larchwood area uh if if you're within a couple hour drive i'm telling you you got to go there tell them you heard about it here um i've, I've been friends with austin and brianna for a long time i went to mexico and stood in austin's wedding down yeah. in mexico on a beach i'm just gonna say i've I was pretty tuned in. I was getting <laughs> pina coladas like by the fours. Like, There's no Freedom Brew at that time. <laughs> there wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, uh, Freedom Brew, though, I'm telling you guys, yep. they're the best coffee shop. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that. I, hell, we were talking about it before before me and Austin even worked out any deal with any money. Uh, you know, and we understand it, guys. Like, nobody from Wisconsin's coming down to Freedom Brew, but uh, that just tells you how awesome these people are. You know, they want to support us, and, and I want to support them. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're damn right. They're freaking awesome. But the good news stories I've got this week are all uh, pretty awesome. They're they're uh, they're one notch below Freedom Brew Coffee, and uh, I'm gonna start off with our buddy Matt Grave. Uh, he borrowed my boat last week, which that's another story in itself. I got my boat going. Chris Quast actually said that it was a starting solenoid. Uh huh. It was the starting solenoid. Uh, we got it in, popped it off. Boat's running again. Uh, Matt Grave took it over, took a bunch of kids from his church out fishing on a camping trip, on a fishing trip, and uh, they caught some fish. Every kid uh, caught some fish. They caught a couple pike, caught a couple drum. Uh, you know, I think these kids were mostly inexperienced, so they don't give a rip what they're catching. So long I mean, tugging. Yep, and, and those two fish put up fights. So uh, yep. hats off to Matt. Uh, Matt's yeah, that's mom. Awesome. Uh, I think Matt's mom and dad were involved, maybe uh, Matt's wife, Melissa. But either way, the whole Grave family and anyone else that was involved there, that was a really cool deal for them to do. Definitely. You got another one? Mine? I was just going to tell everybody thank you for the birthday, you know, wishes and everything the other day i mean it was kind of nice to get to see that uh yep um yeah other than that uh my grandpa we had talked about he had surgery last week on his back he's doing better uh feeling good feeling good and everything like that so that's good to hear his spirits have 
stayed up the whole time and everything. So hopefully he's he's in rehab, like doing some rehabilitation stuff right now. So hopefully he'll be back up and motoring around in no time. So nice. Those are my good news stories. Yeah, I've got one more. Uh, it's going to go out to uh, Carter Roth um, from wherever the heck Pleasant Acres, uh, I'm assuming Minnesota is. His dad Dylan Roth. Uh, wrote a post on Fishing Minnesota that uh, has a picture of uh, of his son Carter. Um, looks to be about, I don't know, 12, 12 to 14 years old. Uh, it's got a picture of him with uh, a weed eater and a mower. And then it's got a picture of him uh, with like a little 12 to 14 uh, foot boat. And it said, uh, hard work pays off. Uh, he got his boater safety and then his ATV safety. Wanted a boat he could launch on our lake with the four-wheeler, which is two blocks away. So began mowing, uh, began mowing lawns and uh, bought himself that boat. So uh, I think that's freaking awesome. Uh, a young dude like that uh, worked hard, uh, got himself a boat. And, and uh, um, you know, I mean, instead of buying a PlayStation, instead of buying vapes and freaking tutti frutti uh whatever you know i mean dude dude bought himself a boat i'd i'd say um i don't know i got a feeling about 20 25 years from now we're probably going to be looking at carter roth for president that's right so that's my that's my good news uh stories great news story yep so uh um thanks again to dakota angler uh in sioux falls south dakota check them out at dakotaangler.com and use the code dirtbag for 10 percent off and uh thanks again to uh, uh the bruggemans over at freedom brew um couldn't do it without you guys and uh yeah that is episode 177 i believe it was yeah 177. 177 um next week obviously fourth of july on monday um we'll probably be pushed back another day or two uh there but uh um, we'll come back firing. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, but otherwise, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>